0: It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Opinions matter. Time now for today's Big Thing with character and Smallman on 101 ESPN. here comes the blitz down the middle and on the fly Jamison williams extra speed on the gas and gone touchdown Jameson Williams from Cardinal Ritter playing in the national championship game on Monday night for Alabama against Georgia. Michelle Smallman, Randy Kerrick. We head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line and one of the most knowledgeable and most entertaining college football writers in America is Adam Rittenberg of ESPN.com. You uh, see him and hear him all over the platforms of ESPN. Great to have you with us, Adam. Thanks for your time this morning. How are you doing?
1: Uh, Good morning. I haven't been called entertaining too often, so I appreciate that. But uh, (laughs) happy new year and uh, great to be on with you guys. Well, Adam, I wanted to ask you about the rumors surrounding Jim Harbaugh. A lot of people are saying that he might be tempted to leave Michigan for the NFL. Do you think that that would be a move Jim Harbaugh should and would make? Well, I, you know, in, in some ways I don't think he should because they uh, they finally have won the Big Ten and they beat Ohio State. And, you know, Jim, after that game, he talked about it being you know, kind of the beginning of something new. And so you, you almost want to see what he could do going forward and, and building this program from a place of strength rather than. Always from playing, uh, playing from behind with Ohio State. Uh, but you know he's you know 58 years old. He's had success in the NFL. In, in some ways, I think the NFL game you know really suits him and, and what he does well. Uh, and you know I think depending on the the jobs that are open this year, uh, you know you, you could you could certainly see there there being some interest. Um, you know maybe Michigan will put together a package for for Jim who, who who took a revised contract after last season, a contract that would have been easier for Michigan to fire him if things didn't go well this year. Um, so he, he's due a, a different type of contract. And, and what that is might be compelling enough for him to stay in Ann Arbor. But I also think a job like the Raiders is interesting. If that job, you know, if they do do a full coaching search after the season. And I know they're still in the picture for the playoffs, so that's not a guarantee. But if the Raiders is open, you know, that's where he started his coaching career. I, I do believe he and his wife I, at some point would like to get back uh, to the West Coast, where they had spent their entire lives together until he took the Michigan job. Uh, you know, so some of these other jobs—you're here in Chicago. He, he's going to get mentioned because um, you know because he played quarterback here for the Bears. But I, I really think the Raiders is the job to watch for Harbaugh. If it's not that one, I think there's a, a pretty good chance he's back at Michigan. Well, if he does return to the NFL, who do you think Michigan would circle as their top prospect to replace Harbaugh? Yeah, I mean I think Michigan. You know, even though it would be so late in the in the cycle you know, would have some interesting candidate options. Um, I think internally, you know, you look at Josh Gaddis, the offensive coordinator, he, he won the Broyles Award as the nation's top assistant coach. Younger guy, but, um, you know, will be a head coach in the near future, in my view. And then there's also Mike Hart, who's the former uh, Michigan uh, all-time leading rusher uh, for, for that school, who came back as a assistant head coach. Um, he's only, you know, been back at Michigan for a year or so, but uh, I think he's somebody they may look at internally and then externally, I think, you know, Matt Campbell's name will likely come up at Iowa state. Uh, He didn't get one of those other jobs that was open or didn't have interest in those other jobs, I should say. Uh, And then you look at Luke fickle at Cincinnati. um, You know, I still think it would be difficult (laughs) knowing Luke for him to coach the university of Michigan, uh, given his background as a Buckeye. And then, you know, another name that I'd heard last year um, that I think, you know, could, could get a little bit of traction is bill O'Brien, the Alabama offensive coordinator, former, Head coach of Penn State and at uh, with the Texans in the NFL, just his, his quarterback background. You know he he he's a he's a Brown graduate. You know, he he he's been at schools that are you know academically oriented like like Michigan are so like Michigan is so I, I think they'd have a pretty good candidate list if they if they do have to do a search.
0: ESPN's Adam Rittenberg with us on 101 ESPN, and Adam, you have a great piece up at ESPN.com, in which you talk to a lot of coaches from the SEC and analyzed Monday night's championship game between Alabama and. Uh, Georgia, and it struck me that if, if Georgia wins, it's probably going to be because of their defense, which is not something that we have seen recently in this day and age, even from the the really good Alabama teams. Everybody has gone so offense in, in building their teams. You don't see many teams that dominate with defense anymore.
1: No, you don't. But if they do win with their defense, they're going to have to be a lot better than they were in the sec championship game especially in terms of getting to alabama quarterback bryce young who really lift them up for more than 400 passing yards uh, which is such a stunning total after watching what georgia had done all season so you know that front seven of georgia which you know coaches have told me they, they really can't remember a group that's that deep and that talented um they're gonna have to do some different things to to try to pressure the pocket and to try to get bryce young uh, not comfortable back there where he's able to attack downfield like he did about a month ago. And so I think the the game plan from Kirby Smart and Dan Lanning, the defensive coordinator who's, who's now the, uh, the new Oregon head coach, is going to be uh, interesting. And coaches I talked to expect a, a much more aggressive, uh, nuanced game plan this time around versus what we saw in the SEC title game, but that's an outstanding crew, guys. I mean, you know, there, there are star, uh, non-starters for Georgia that would pretty much start anywhere else in the country. They just can't start there because the guys ahead of them are, are even better.
0: And it seems to me like Lanning needs to find a way to get his defensive tackles pressure up the middle. And Davis and Carter we know can do it, but they didn't get that pressure up the middle against Young in the SEC championship game
1: yeah I know. it was one thing I was talking with coaches about you know where, where does the pressure need to come from? Is it necessarily the the the, out, the outside? And you know, some coaches said you can get to Alabama um, if if you go after their tackles. Others said it really needs to come up the middle and and, and certainly jordan davis and and, and carter are, are are guys that um, you know, have that capability uh, against an Alabama interior line which is which is solid, but you know this is not one of the elite Alabama offensive lines. They had a lot of problems. Um, at times this season, now they are playing better uh, the last two games, and they ran the ball uh, really, really well, a, a, a season-high 301 rushing yards against Cincinnati. So that's another factor here. No one's really run it uh, consistently against Georgia, although Alabama had some decent numbers in the SEC title game. And so, uh, But I think the, yeah, the, the strength of the, the Georgia interior line uh, with their depth and their talent, you know, that has to show up for them to win this game. Adam, the powers that be in college football meeting in Indy to discuss the state of college football and examine the playoff. A lot of discussion about expanding the playoff. Do you think that we're on the edge of that? Do you think that that's something we're going to see soon? Oh, I hope so. I, I don't. I'm not optimistic. Um, just because the, the positions that the you know two groups are in seem fairly firm, as far as uh, you know, you have a group that largely put together the proposal that came out in June that um, doesn't want to budge. Uh, They believe that's the best proposal. and They believe everybody should just accept it. And then you have uh, another group, which is fighting, especially for automatic qualifiers, uh, the Power Five group. You know, 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 Pac-12, Big Ten, ACC, the Alliance really wants to ensure that their champions are going to be part of the playoff every year. And there's some other issues as well to work out. It just didn't sound like they were that close about a month ago um and i just don't know what, what's really changed since then so um if there's no real action guys at this meeting in indianapolis then we're looking at 2025 as the absolute earliest this could expand and or it could just be you know the next contract which is completely could be completely different i mean that, that's the thing about the cfp once this contract is done you can go back to square one and, and organize it in, in very different ways. So, um, you know, that, that that that's, I think, why that proposal, uh, those behind that proposal that came out were so eager to get it adopted because that would sort of be the playoff most likely going forward, whereas others are saying, especially some of the new commissioners, whoa, 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 let's look at this thing holistically. Maybe we should just – Start over again and uh, create a system that you know is going to serve our interests as well as uh, as well as everybody else's. But but instead of just adopting what, what they put out there in June.
0: Finally, Adam, we would be remiss if we didn't ask you about the trajectory of Eli Drinkwitz's Mizzou program. Your colleagues at ESPN.com, Craig Hobbard and Tom Lugenbill, regarded Mizzou recruit Luther Burden, the wide receiver, as the second most impactful player in the Under Armour All-America game, the fourth rated class in the SEC, number 10 overall by ESPN.com. What do you think of where Mizzou is headed?
1: Yeah, I, I you know I think the recruiting is encouraging, right? Um, I, I think it, it, you know Eli's always going to have good offenses. He, he's a really talented play caller, and I think their approach to recruiting has been uh, has been solid. Now the next step is to uh, is to build that into a more consistent winner. I think one model for Missouri that right at this point. Uh, with, with some of their recent success, is Kentucky, uh, a program that you know nobody really you know, thought about as a football school uh, until some of their recent success. They've won 10 games in two of the last four seasons, I believe. Uh, really impressive year this year, and a lot of that's because of the recruiting that was built up over time. And that's not a you know I think Missouri will have the edge offensively over time because of uh, Eli's background. But I think in other elements, Kentucky's a really good model for for where Mizzou can can go and and where they've been. Uh, early in their SEC tenure under Gary Pinkle. So, um, you know, encouraged by the recruiting. I think the team trajectory, it's a little bit harder to see where it's going because uh, it was kind of a steady steady one this year rather than way up or way down.
0: Adam Rittenberg, we appreciate your knowledge, and uh, we always love your work at ESPN.com, and we really do appreciate you taking some time with us this morning. Enjoy the week and enjoy the championship game.
1: Okay, I appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks.